Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Give it to me! Everyone, I'm Molly Wood, and I'm Tom Merritt. Happy Friday, and welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you. Bless your hearts, where we continue to look around safely, maybe occasionally with a little trip to Target from behind our little masks and sunglasses to find out what is out there that is just rising above the the chum, the foam <laughs> that sits on top of the ocean and turning into not just some old regular happenstance or product or whatever. No, no, no. These things are things. That's right. Rising Above the Chum will be the name of my third autobiography. <laughs> Your third? You know how they, how, 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 especially politicians, they'll put out an autobiography <sighs> when they're like 20. And then, you know, True. T- 10 years later, they put out another one. Right. And then, yeah, that's actually a really good third autobiography name. You're totally yeah. right. Rising Above the Chum. All Rising Above the Chum. Lessons of I've life. <laughs> what would Jesus do? Um, he would rise above the chum. I mean, seriously, almost guarantee it. It's pretty <laughs> much his whole job. Walk over the chum, really, and walk over the chum. Water. Leave it. I mean, honestly, let I me mean, let, wa- let rise walk above the chum, the chum. He'd be like, "I'm not walking through that. That's disgusting." I wonder. I think one can assume he was a common sense dude that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I always felt so. Uh, anyway, yes. So, Hi, welcome. Welcome to, to our show. To our show. Uh, <laughs> my first thing today. Ooh, uh, help came to my attention thanks to the excellent uh, Twitter postings of G. Willow Wilson, author and uh, extraordinary person. Uh, G. Willow Wilson does a lot of graphic novel writing, but also book writing, novel writing. Uh, And she retweeted with the retweet comment, tough but fair, a tweet (gasps) from someone named Helen. Millennials, I don't understand Gen Z aesthetics. And then millennials in 2006 and a picture of... A millennial in 2006 with like crazy hair and a weird t-shirt and stuff. Wow. And so many bracelets and the whole, oh yeah. So my thing is we are starting to see millennials criticizing Gen Z. Welcome millennials to adulthood. I was just going to say, you know what this means? Sorry, millennials. You old now. You old now. The other generation is bothering you. That's how it works. The kids these days are so annoying. When you can't stop yourself from saying kids these days, it just <laughs> falls out of your mouth like birthing a baby of cliche. <laughs> Bravo. Oh, my God. Let this be the thingiest thing ever. It's clearly enough of a thing because it's got 400,000 likes. The original tweet that's like millennials. Yeah. I don't understand Gen Z aesthetics. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Yep. Uh, yeah. Welcome. Millennials, and, uh, your and back I think hurts. it kind of kind of signals the arrival of Gen Z on the thing, on the scene. Yes. Right? Like we've Absolutely. we've been talking about Gen Z and like, oh, they're getting treated as a generation and we're starting to see the character, but like this is the coming out party of the generation, I think. 
I mean, 100%. You have arrived when you are now. Yeah, it's a double thing. Millennials, you're old now. Mm-hmm. Gen Z, oh, you're so legit. You're like <laughs> the real youngsters who drive us crazy. Yeah. With your weird little habits. You made it. You're not just cute uh, teenagers anymore. Exactly. Now you're the TikTok stars. You are. TikTok is the the Gen Z uh, social hit, right? Yep. Absolutely. Because it feels like there's still a lot of millennial on there. But that's 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 okay there were there was a lot of uh gen x millennial crossover on twitter in its early days too so i think it feels like there's a lot of millennials on there because in our minds millennials are in fact still 20 but oh maybe that's not them yeah maybe millennials are like 37 uh-huh their back hurts and they're mad yeah. at the kids and I they're tired it. of all these kids on tiktok what is tiktok they- anyway that is amazing. That is also uh, something I, I tweeted earlier this week, a Forbes headline uh, about the travel industry. And it said something about, you know, travel industry uh, aims for, for baby boomers, millennials and Gen Z. And I was like, yeah, I, cause you know, just keep ignoring us. We're well, Gen X is fine over here. Just, come on. Just like, it's we're used to it. It's our lives. Forget us. Oh, at least. And I cling to this because at least I get some attention out of it. I did take that New York Times quiz and it said I was an exennial, like basically the world's oldest millennial. And I was like, the, I don't know what that gets me. The youngest that, Gen Xer. Or the youngest Gen Xer. Hey, that sounds way better. Isn't it? Right? Oh, my God. You are so good at branding. You should get on TikTok. <laughs> I really should. <laughs> you know, I have three TikTok posts. <laughs> I think I have two. Each TikTok post is me recording us talking about TikTok on Daily Tech News Show. Uh, adorable. I think <laughs> my son made me do two TikTok dances. Yeah, I haven't done any are. other it's things you're supposed to do on TikTok at all. So mm, you're ahead no. of me there. I Wow, brutal. Well, maybe they just assume that we don't have enough money to go on vacation. I don't even know. I don't even know. Although this is really funny because my uh, I'm skipping to my second thing because it's right in the age range. Uh-huh. In some ways of the the younger Gen Z types. When Eli, my son, was little, little, we used to watch this show, Phineas and Ferb, and it was great. It's just super clever. It's about these like two boys who are on summer vacation and there's like a villain and they're always having to stop the villain and there's techie stuff and whatever. And it's back and it had become all these memes. And I was like, why is everyone talking about Phineas and Ferb and why is it back? Because it's just so it's so good and it's so funny and apparently it's because it's like a movie that's going to come to Disney Plus this summer, which I literally did not know until I started trying to do a little bit of two minute research for our show. Like, I wonder why this is a thing. And then I found a story from yesterday saying because it's there's a new movie coming. But I think maybe the movie's coming because it was a thing. I I knew that the Phineas and Ferb movie was in the cards for Disney Plus because we cover it on Cord Killers, but I had no idea that people were that excited ahead of it right oh and like you say maybe the other way around maybe people know seeing all the phineas and ferb thingness out there caused disney plus to to put this in the motion probably a year ago to to make an animated movie or something but still probably yeah yeah. which is what but i mean if you think like when my son used to watch phineas and ferb was like six or seven years ago i mean i think it's been around a while i think it started in oh yeah i have to look it up it started in like 2010 or something 
Um, so yeah, I don't know if it's just because it sort of like never went away in meme status, but there's literally like best Phineas and Ferb meme images of 2020 and 2019. I don't know, but I'm delighted that it's back because Pl- Perry the Platypus and Dr. Doofenshmirtz are like legends, legendary characters. So great. Yeah, I I have not watched a, any Phineas and Ferb. I know I know of it. I know of it from back when it was new, uh, mm-hmm. but I've, I've never really watched it. Uh, but I am aware of it. I feel like this is the leading edge of another trend for me personally, which is not getting the nostalgia references. <laughs> like <laughs> people, I've seen a couple of things where people are like, "Oh, remember this thing?" And I'm like, "I have no idea what that is." You're like, like I, "I, I don't." Yeah, yeah, we're you know we're in different kinds of bubbles. Probably, Lara makes a good point though in the Discord. She said, "All the kids who watched it are now teenagers making memes." Yeah, on it's TikTok. like part of their on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and Disney is clearly just you know trolling TikTok for ideas. Yeah. Should bring back. We already own the intellectual property for Phineas and Ferb. No, good call, Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can't wait. And definitely, I have seen the Phineas and Ferb ebb and flow out there. The funniest part the about Doofenshmirtz, and you definitely want to get on this this bandwagon because it's great, is that he is always um, hatching an evil scheme that's totally inconsequential. Like, I'll just create a whole bunch of clouds. Uh-huh. over everything like it's ha, never ha, ha, an evil ha. it's never a bad evil scheme right it's, and just, it, yeah oh that's great i love that but it's way over the top yeah and then there's a platypus <laughs> and who you're doesn't love gonna a platypus? love it <laughs> i know i know i will love it it's just one of those things i need to get around to eventually yeah. um my other thing for today is read another book <laughs> you uh, are which is a which is a meme uh, that is going around and, and has been going around for a while, but it's it's uh, it's definitely in the, you know full throttle now, where people make Harry Potter references. There was a time in the early two thousands where making a Harry Potter reference was cool. Like, oh, you like Harry Potter too? That was back before everyone had read Harry Potter and seen movies that had been made about Harry Potter. Now, when you make a Harry Potter reference, you're making just a mainstream reference to the point that some people are tired of it. They're like, yeah, not everything is a Harry Potter metaphor. Like not everyone's Voldemort, not everything's Hogwarts, not everything's Slytherin. Uh, I feel like this is definitely a millennial oriented thing since we're feeling so generational today. Uh, (laughs) And I, I feel like it's the same as Star Wars for Gen X. Right. For for the longest right. time, every reference was a Star Wars reference and people would roll their eyes sometimes like, oh, can, can we just not make it a Darth? It's not Darth Vader this time, can we? It's not the Death Star. Yeah. Right. And I, I think <laughs> Harry Potter has become that. Dude, that is hilarious. I have never heard of this and I love it. Read another book is hysterical. <laughs> and you can use read another book outside the Harry Potter context. Don't get me wrong. Like if, oh, you know, sure. if, if something else is, is dominating the gestalt, but it, it is, it has been born in relation to Harry Potter. Oh, that is really funny. But I got to say, I'm definitely going to start using this in all kinds of contexts. <laughs> Cause it's so good. Like it's just so cutting and yet intellectual. I love it. Oh, yeah. read another book. So, so the boomers uh, have Godwin's Law, <laughs> and, the, <laughs> and the millennials have read another book. Read another book. Oh, that's incredible. Yep, I love it. I can't wait to look for that everywhere. Um, all right. Not surprisingly, I, I have a shopping related item. 
But this time, we're still don't waiting worry, for friends. your college, Hassan. <laughs> this time, though, I already bought mine. Luckily, because you fools are out of luck, outdoor projector screens are sold out because they are a thing. Because as we all contemplate the long summer stretching out before us with mm. no trips, no camps, no activities planned. No, like, weekend getaways, maybe some camping, maybe an illicit Airbnb here and there. Like, anybody with any kind of a backyard is trying to figure out how to spruce that thing up big time. So, which is why, like, outdoor pool, in uh, above ground, what are those called? Above, above ground, ground pools. pools. Yeah. Yeah. And inflatable pools were all sold out last week or two weeks ago. And now we've all figured out, hey, movie night in the backyard. And it is beyond difficult to find an outdoor projector screen on the internet right now i can get one for 80 bucks delivered friday june 5th that's not so bad i don't know if it's any good it's got 118 reviews four and a half stars but then i would have to get a projector this is you're just talking about the screens here like you also have to like then you have to get a projector projector for whatever reason those were kind of easier to find i will tell you i got the whole the screen the projector and a stand uh, for like two ten, something like that. Two fifty. Not bad. Maybe. Not bad. I mean, compared I mean, to you know any summer vacation. <laughs> if you're not, if you're not worried about like, oh, I have to get the best projector, right? If you just want one that no, works, God, yeah, no. yeah, exactly. It just uh, has to survive like this summer, maybe next. That's great. Hopefully not next. I mean, yeah, projectors are often a better it. bargain than an HDTV anyway. So I wonder if this births a new trend of people realizing the benefits of projectors inside as well. Like at the end of summer, they bring it inside and go, you know, we could put this up in here on this wall and have a bigger screen and better resolution and more flexibility. Like, yeah. Could be. Yeah. Or there will be a hilarious trend, you know, come next spring of just like brokety ass projectors (laughs) out in the giveaway boxes. (laughs) It's probably more likely <laughs> because, yeah. And I don't know if you guys, this might be my neighborhood partly, but I'm not sure if you have this. The sidewalk box is everywhere. They'll just like the box on the sidewalk with free stuff in it because everyone is at home cleaning yeah. out their houses. The apartment complexes near, near me definitely have that, uh, a lot in April, not as much now, but like boxes, some old furniture, like, yeah, everybody was cleaning everything out. Yep, totally. So yeah, uh, so you'll see all the projectors next year in the sidewalk boxes. <laughs> and now you're going to see those those projector nerds, and I say that with love, uh, who have been preaching forever, like the superiority of projectors, like having their moment in the sun this summer, as and they it is well deserved. Enjoy. Yep, it definitely is. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited to try it out. I think it's going to be like game changer for the backyard. And then if you get the one that just goes on a stand, you don't have to. You can have a social distance movie night, like people oh, can yeah. come over right. if there's enough space, and then you can just mount it on a stand. You don't have to hang it from a wall or anything, which is what mm-hmm. I'm really excited about. Excellent, excellent. I know, so I great. I like it. I'm kind of kind of inspired to do that. So. See, too late. I think like literally, I probably saw it go by on Instagram or some dumb thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could get that June 5th is literally like oh a week. It's not, not even. even. Yeah. How did May only. end already? Like, what even happened? Oh, it's going to be November soon. Don't say it. It's yeah. like, that's like a threat. Just, that feels period. like a threat this right like now. A period. Yeah, I just I just threw a grenade into the middle of the show. Uh, let's really move did. to the feedback. Next. Feedback and it's a thing, not me. <laughs> uh, turns out office chairs are a thing. 
Uh-huh. First, Allah discovers the power of Ikea. Uh, Allah writes, greetings, thingers or thinglings, thingerverse. Two days ago, I bought two office chairs for me and the kids. For the past couple of months, my wife and I have been relying on our dining table chairs as faux office chairs, and I think our backs deserve a break. But what really pushed me off the ledge was rumors that universities here might remain online through the fall, if not spring. Dining table chairs were designed for comfort that lasts a meal, and this has been the longest meal in history. <laughs> now I can't wait for IKEA to send us our Milburgett Bombstad black swivel chairs. Even the name sounds like a spinal readjustment. Happy You'll thinking. Be so, you'll be so happy. And then if you need more, uh, but, uh, uh, what is wrong with my brain right now? Because I added gin and tonic an hour ago. If you need more validation that office chairs are a thing, Robin found it well-timed and says, OMG? Question mark? Exclamation point? I just bought an office chair today. I was looking at them back in February before the shutdown because the hydraulics on mine keep slipping. Now that I've been home working, it won't stay up any longer. Yep. Right on yeah. trend there, Robin. Yep. Uh, and Robert has a sub thing about office chairs. I will say not only are buying new chairs a thing, repairing your existing chair is also a thing. While listening to this episode about office chairs, I was repairing my chair. I had to replace the cylinder on my chair and a base on another chair. Amazon says it will take a month before a new chair can be delivered. And I have one more chair to repair now. Robert, you should help Robin repair his chair. Yeah, you guys should call. Call each other. Call. That is hilarious. Uh, a couple of things from the Discord. Bon Appetit cooking videos, which I have definitely heard. Shara Marie said that. And then apparently, according to Marchismo, Bon Appetit's Claire, specifically this person, is a thing herself. Like, she's just become a little bit of a cooking uh, cooking video star. And Lakshada indeed validates that Claire from the... Oh, oh, Claire from the Bon Appetit test kitchen is basically an eternal thing. I love all of them. And then says, Sola is the most relatable to me as an alcoholic late 20-something with anxiety, but Bon Appetit is our quarantine fun time channel. I cannot wait to watch this. Oh my gosh, that's great. I had Uh, no idea. You are having some butterfly pea flower right now, are you not? Yeah. Well, Matt has some thoughts on butterfly pea flower tea. <laughs> Hi, Tom and Molly. I wanted to send your way a few tidbits relating to the butterfly pea flower tea you mentioned in 113. A few years back, videos began surfacing about the alchemist's color changing one, although I'm not sure exactly when it was introduced. Additionally, David's tea began carrying the appropriately named magic potion as part of seasonal items for Halloween recently. I've seen the name blue chai and blue matcha thrown around in reference to this mystical beverage, but definitely agree that a better name is needed. My first exposure to it was at Disney's Boardwalk's magic-themed abracadabar a few years ago now. (laughs) I'm over the moon to see it take off as it is real live magic. Science! Sending happy sips, Matt. I mean, I will say it is pretty fun. Like, because I just bought the extract, and so I put some drops in, and then it was kind of blue, and then I squeezed some lime in, and it went much more purple. That's great. So So fun. Abacadabar. Yeah, when I run out of other ideas for the backyard, maybe I'll just entertain, you know, my niece and my son with like, look, I can turn things blue. You can have Disney movies and the Abracadabar without leaving your yard. There you go. Um, This is going to be amazing. I think you already know what's coming up. Shout out. We need like a shout outs intro. Like shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out. We really do. I'm actually looking up the person 
upon whom our entire shout out. <laughs> These shout outs are named Thing after the amazed. movies oh, and taglines featuring veteran working actor Cameron Mitchell. Who is Cameron Mitchell? Yeah. So I just looked him up and you'll definitely know his picture when you see him. But it seems like there's a young one and an old one. I'm assuming we're going with the old one. American film, television, and stage actor. He appeared in several films with Lana Turner and Clark Gable. Was opposite Doris Day and James Cagney in the musical Love Me or Leave Me. Uh, He did a bunch of spaghetti westerns. He did a science fiction film, Space Mutiny, Haunts, (laughs) The Toolbox Murders. These titles, I think, are giving you a hint. As to the direction we're going to go. He's known for the high chaparral and monkey on my back. (laughs) And by the way, several collaborations uh, in the spaghetti Western world, including Eric the Conqueror, Blood and Black Lace and Knives of the Avenger. All right. I think now we've given you a sense of of what to expect. Time for the shout outs. Named after the movies and taglines featuring veteran working actor Cameron Mitchell. See Brad Sparks in Demon Cop. He'll read you your last rites. Esther Pena lights up the screen in From a Whisper to a Scream. Welcome to Old Field, Tennessee. Population deadly. <laughs> well done. <laughs> in Vietnam, Jake Woods was the best. He still is. Experience the chase of deadly prey. Louis St. Amour's deadliest weapon is still his fist. Catch the action in low blow. The power is 7 million volts. It's alive! (laughs) See Mike Aiken's shocking turn in Frankenstein Island. Armed with only a deadly punch, Gabrielle Cohen brought the underworld to its knees in Ninja Assassins. My favorite part of the week. Uh, I want to see all these movies now. I want to see all these movies. Now we have a movie playlist. Oh, my God. Hey. Oh, oh, it's a thing party. Yeah. On, on we your can watch them screen. Yeah. in the backyard. Perfect. The, oh, guys. Oh, the show. It's like a magical symphony of accidental awesomeness. Yes. And welcome to our symphony. I wish we could all have a party. I know. Me too. Oh, thank you for supporting our party. Everyone who does so at the Patreon or at the shout out level, uh, everyone who does so at all by listening and everyone who does so with a donation in any amount at patreon.com slash it's a thing. We're super grateful and uh, we know all of you can't afford it. And so if you can't, don't. If you can. Thanks, man. You, you know rock. what you can always do is email us your things. Feedback at it's a thing dot me. Woohoo. See you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.